Hello and welcome back to the Think Business Podcast powered by Bank of Ireland. Today we're talking to Bank of Ireland Head of Motor Sector, Stephen Healy, about how the sector has weathered the pandemic storm compared with other international norms and how dealerships have embraced the digital model to keep sales on the road. He also talks about the new Chinese electric car brands that are beginning to drive into the European market. Hi, Stephen. Welcome back. We're talking today about how car sales did in, in February of 2021. And the interesting thing about this month was there was a 2% VAT reduction. How did that drive sales? Yeah, thanks, John. Good to be back. New car registrations were actually up 6.7% in the month of February. And new van registrations were, were up 53%. So many of us are now working from home uh, and we've become accustomed to home deliveries. And those companies that are operating those vans have been replacing and expanding their fleets. So the temporary VAT reduction that was been, was in place, it was, it was firstly, it was in place for six months to the end of, of, of February 2021. And it, you know, created a, an additional incentive for uh, consumers to buy a new vehicle in the month of February, particularly. So savings of 500 to 1,000 euro, depending on the value of the car, was, is attractive. And then on a year-to-date basis, new vehicle sales are down about 10.6%. But again, new van sales up on a year-to-date basis up by 6.7%. So so the motor sector probably took an opportunity as well in the month to create some new stock by registering demo vehicles, pre-registration vehicles. Uh, And the reason being is that used supply falls when the new car market goes into decline. So hence those additional dealer registrations. And, And just to that point, Brexit would have impacted the market. This year, used imports registrations were down 5% in the month of February. And that's because the process for private consumers is now much more complex um, and more costly. So the majority of UK imports will attract tariffs of 10%. VAT is now paid, uh, which which is new uh, in 2021, 23% now in the month of March onwards. So we're likely to see a fall of, of used imports uh, throughout the year. And uh, however, dealers you know, are used to operating VAT and managing VAT as part of their day-to-day business. So they'll continue to import to some degree where there's value or gaps in the market. So we, we believe, John, that there's this pent-up demand for both new and used car sales. You know, there's been a, a lot of report about a significant increase in, in savings for those fortunate enough to maintain their, their income. Uh, and we're seeing the first signs of residual values hardening in Ireland due to this tightening of used car supply. So that would augur well for new car sales as restrictions are eased over the over the months ahead. And uh, how did the industry fare compared to the international norms? Because I mean, imagine every car market in the world has been impacted by COVID. But how did the Irish one compare, say, with the UK and the European norms? Yeah, in January, uh, for instance, the UK market, the new car sales in the UK fell by 40%. In Spain, another very large market in the UK, the market fell by 50% and fell by an average of 24% across the EU due to COVID-related restrictions. So all things considered, the performance in the Republic of Ireland showed the resilience of Irish motor dealers to adapt uh, to, the, to these new ways of working. It's worth noting that, that dealers still remain open, by the way, for servicing, for, for parts, for body repairs, usually by appointment, John. And vehicle sales take place remotely using click and deliver measures. 
Speaking of click and deliver, because I mean, that's the thing. One of the reasons a lot of these dealerships have stayed open is because of digital technology and the ability to, to sell over the internet. And as you mentioned there, uh, click and deliver. Tell us how that has transformed how dealerships operate and how maybe after the pandemic dealerships will operate, um, you know, if they're being shaped by this experience. Yeah, I suppose firstly, the sector again adopted and adapted very quickly to, to new digital methods and new ways of interacting with consumers. So dealers would have updated their websites with high quality video tech, you know, video technology, uh, high quality photographs of car stock. They would engage remotely with customers, sending those videos over WhatsApp, by email, by text, whatever medium the customer essentially wanted to communicate by. And then customers would send back photos and details of their own car so that the deal can be struck remotely. Funds can be exchanged by EFT. Car finance can be arranged remotely. And that's all culminating in that new or used car being delivered to your door and uh, the trade-in taken away. So there's a huge amount of shopping is now done online. You know, I think the average visit, even pre-COVID to motor dealers would have been, you know, one visit uh, before a consumer would make make a decision. So they do a lot of their shopping online. Uh, so I suppose if, if you would see a car that, that, that you like, John, um, I wouldn't delay because used cars are, are, are still in, in very big demand here. So I think, you know, to your point about will those trends continue? Largely speaking, I think that you know, as as restrictions are relaxed, consumers will still want to to see and touch and test drive that new car. But it, you know, these new technology, uh, these new technologies and new methods of engagement will probably continue into the future. Uh, and a lot of the installation of these new technologies would have been accelerated due to COVID. Now, speaking of technologies and technology players, um, Apple has been long, long rumoured to be entering the car business. Uh, I saw some momentum there in recent weeks where Apple is understood or claimed to have struck a deal with Hyundai, for example. All of this is obviously hush-hush and all about leaks and stuff like that. But uh, Hyundai apparently has some very good uh, electric car technology and that Apple could get its hands on that. At the same time, then, seeing a lot of new brands emerging from the Far East. Neo is one I've heard of. And another one then, Xpeng, which is bringing electric cars to Norway. And Norway, as we know, because of all the wealth there, has huge appetite for electric cars and is obviously an outlier. What are your thoughts on, on all of these things you hear about when you hear of something like a, a, a smartphone maker becoming a car brand, brands you've never heard of, we, or at least maybe a year ago you hadn't heard of, and suddenly they're arriving in Europe. What are your thoughts on on, on, on the shape of the car market and how it might look a year from now or maybe even 10 years from now? Firstly, I think Apple has a long road ahead of them. Tesla turned its first full year profit in 2020 since its establishment. Um, and believe it or not, Tesla is now around 18 years. It was established in 2003. But Apple, you know, it has the resources to develop electric vehicles. But however, established brands would have the jump start on them, if, if you'll excuse that pun. You know, German, French, uh, Japanese brands, they have many years of R&D invested into developing both hybrid and fully electric cars and new models are arriving to the to, to Europe and to the Irish market all the time. And this change, you know, it will take time. If I just use the Irish lens for a moment, uh, there's, there's 2.2 million cars on the road, uh, licensed on the road in Ireland with just about 15,000 electric vehicles. So it'll take many years to replace that fleet. Um, this year, alternative fuel vehicles such as hybrid and electric vehicles account for 
of of new car sales, but but EVs are just at four point five percent. Although I I would expect that to to considerably grow as the year as the year goes on. Volvo announced this week that they're they're only going to sell electric vehicles by by twenty thirty, and those electric vehicles will only be sold online. But they will still have. Um, you know, a, a dealer network in place to manage uh, manage the sales and deliveries. So the market potential is huge if Apple can get the product, the pricing, the cost rate, the, the cost base right. And if I was to give you some other examples of, of brands, Chinese brands entering the Irish market and the European market, NG launched in the Irish market this year. And although not synonymous, I suppose, with uh, China, it is owned by SAIC, which is a, which is a large Chinese brand. And they just sell battery electric vehicles so so hybrid plug-in and fully electric uh, and fully electric models byd would be another brand to watch probably largely unknown in ireland it is the largest ev producer in china and interesting that they will also launch in 2021 in norway this year they'll, they'll launch an electric passenger car but interestingly, they've been selling buses in Europe for many years, and they're now setting their sights on the electric bus market and the electric car market in Europe. So I think in 10 years' time, the one guarantee is change. You know, the sector will reposition itself in terms of its distribution model, digital engagement, consumers, and achieving net zero carbon emissions by producing more electric vehicles and hybrid options for its consumers. Stephen Haley, Head of Motor Sector at Bank of Ireland, thank you very much. 